0: Welcome to another episode of Beyond the Silver Lining podcast. This is your host, Wendy Rosenthal, an intuitive healer and mindset coach for women who is here to help you see the gift in disguise in the ups and downs in life so that you heal the mind, body, and spirit. Why? Because I know it is possible. Because I am not letting a cancer diagnosis stop me from living my best life. And I can teach you too how to break free from anxiety and overwhelm from a life-changing diagnosis or an event so that you can remember your healing potential and create the life that you desire. Hello, hello my beautiful souls and welcome to a brand new month, the month of February. Self-love, compassion, self-care. But honestly, we also know that it's not just about this month, right? Self-love, self-care should be carried over throughout the whole year, every single day of our lives. As long as we make that conscious effort because we all know that self-care is very important. Self-love is very, very essential for ourselves so that we can be the best we can be. Not just for us, but also for other people as well. So, one of the things that I'm doing is in social media, especially on Instagram. So, go follow me at Wendy for Wellness, Wendy number four wellness. And I'm I'm sharing every single day throughout the whole month tips and things about self-care, self-love. How can we embrace more of that? Even things that just don't take a long time, maybe like one or two minutes. But really starting to build this habit and taking that time away from all all the things that we need to do and dedicate it to ourselves. Again, this is more to to become, uh, make this a habit in how can we start paying more attention to our needs, paying attention to our emotions, our feelings, how to put aside other things that probably don't they can wait they don't need our attention all the time so that we can actually pay attention to ourselves right so go and follow me again on Instagram at Wendy for wellness and one of the things that I thought about also doing this month is to have a giveaway every single week And what's going to happen is you are going to, again, jump in Instagram and send me a DM, a direct message, and tell me what is one thing that you desire to change, to do so that you can feel more love, so that you can heal yourself. This could be anything that you really desire for the whole month or for the whole year, or even, and you'll probably get more ideas after today's episode, even if there is something that you've been wanting to resolve or heal that being something emotional, physical, health related, because I hear many women saying, well, you know what, Wendy, there's this one thing that I've always been wanting to change. I've been working on it. I've been trying to do my best or I just don't know how to start. And um, and yeah, I want to step away from that. I wanna change my, my life or I wanna change the way I see this quote unquote problem. And quite frankly, this is very common that I've been seeing for the last month or so with all the women who I've talked to after the masterclass because one thing that I understand, because I've also gone through that many, many times before, is that we make an effort to change. We make an effort to heal. We go read books. We take on programs. We watch videos, YouTube, whatever, right? You name it. But sometimes we make little steps, but we go back, you know, a few steps back, right? Like we don't, 100% fully commit to the change or we get freaked out or something happens and something is not really clicking in. There's this battle between the conscious and subconscious mind and wanting to do something that we really desire but then there's a fear and so on. So I've talked about this quite a few times so if you've been following me for a while you know that I'm very big in working with the mind uh, working with a subconscious mind to really tell your conscious mind and what it is that you really need to take on and own, uh, take ownership and start making, taking the actions and making the decisions that you desire so that you finally see the result that you've been looking for. So, again, to enter for the giveaway, send me a DM in social media, Instagram at Wendy4Wellness, and give me one thing. That you desire something small like a short sentence or what is that one thing that you've been looking for wanting to change wanted to heal all right and the winner of this every single week there will be a winner the winner will be getting a session with me it's an energy and mind clearing session and we'll talk a little bit more in details specifically to what it is that you wanted to change what are the things you've been doing so far and i'll be helping you along the way and map out what are some of the things that you could be doing going forward all right and I'll give you also a special invitation to something else that I'm brewing in the background all right guys so that's what I wanted to share before we go into today's episode once again lots of love lots of compassion lots of care for you guys I love you I really love you and want you to know that you're safe you're taken care of and you will always be supported so here we go with today's show (sighs) Ah, deep breath in and out, right? Sometimes that's just the best thing that we can do in just a few seconds. And I was going back, reflecting in what last month was about, about January and so on. And I realized that I was quite busy and I really put myself so busy. Like I just started like cramping up my, my planner with things to do. And I realized that I had completely forgotten about, this is crazy, was <laughs> what I'm about to tell you, but I completely forgot about my cancerversary. And if you don't know what I'm talking about, um, probably you want to go back to the very first episodes of the podcast in which I talk about my journey, my healing and health journey with cancer. So, yep, January, I think it was the 8th or 9th. It, It is another, it marks another year since I was diagnosed or I was told or it was put on paper that there was cancer in my body. So it's been nine years and um and I and I say this sounds crazy because I know people don't celebrate these things, right? Like come on. Usually you do celebrate an anniversary when there's something nice, something big, something joyful, a happy memory, a happy event. And, um, and cancer or any kind of disease, because again, you guys remember I don't, I, sometimes I talk a lot about cancer, but I also talk about other situations for people who are at the moment, they're struggling with their health, right? So for me, um, again, go back to, I think it's episode three or two, I can't remember, when I I share my journey and my diagnosis and all all of that. But for me, it's been nine years of a lot of great things, a lot of changes, a lot of awakening, a lot of um, um, learning and understanding about myself and really having that awakening to myself, you know, like to what really is important to me in my life and really has been, has been what's kept, kept me going because before that, before nine years ago, I don't, honestly, I don't remember much about how things were. Um, There's, you know, there's things, there's memories, but there's no like a very impactful, positive, good feeling kind of thing. And, um, and I feel like this is very common with a lot of people who have that kind of a wake up call, right? Whether it is the loss of somebody going through a challenge, going through a diagnosis. And for me, that's what cancer has been. And of course, if, again, if you also follow me, you know that it is a very tricky situation. It is a very, um, it is, it is not linear. It goes up and down, right? It's, it's not always about happiness. It's. There's a lot of fear, a lot of doubt that comes in and out. And, and the thing is that I've been in this last, for the last nine years, but more so I will say for the last two years, I think I've gotten a lot better and deeper in knowing myself and knowing connecting to my emotions and understanding where they come from and even if I cannot do anything at the moment I allow myself to feel to go through the feelings to go through that roller coaster of uncertainty and uh, sit with it and um, and just not fight it Because as probably you also heard from me is that one of the things that I talk when I talk about cancer, my personal cancer journey, I don't want to talk about it from a place of hate, resentment, um, feeling bad about it or bad about myself. I want to instill love and compassion into my mind, into my body, because I really feel those are the best ingredients the best tools that we can have to change something around to make for a better lifestyle a better living because at the end of the day at some point we're going to something is going to happen right like we're just going to have to move on and and leave this body and our soul is is on to you know like new another new mission but i feel that one of our commitments or at least mine is to really make the best i can so that i can live a positive life so that's what's been for me the last several several years. So in today's episode, the we will be I will be sharing what my biggest takeaway has been from this nine-year cancerversary. I know it's it's again it sounds interesting to call it like that, but I feel <clears throat> um, it serves a spotlight because in my life it has brought a lot of different things you know and just just like that i know that there are some people out there who probably need to hear this as well so the the biggest takeaway and probably you already guessed it because i kind of mentioned it a little bit <clears throat> the biggest takeaway really is having this approach of love versus fear when it comes to a diagnosis when it comes to understanding that what happens to us, whether it is physically, mentally, emotionally, it's, um, there is some sort of a role, there is some sort of a reason or purpose. And we don't understand it in that moment, when we get the diagnosis, or when we hear those voices, you know, from the doctors, from the nurses, whoever is telling us what is, quote, unquote, what is wrong with our health, right. And so we can choose in that moment, how, how to make that the meaning of those words we can choose how we decide really to live our lives whether it is being a victim for the rest of our days or learning from it and then turning things around and I know this can be triggering for some people because I know there will be people saying well how can you say that you can still be powerful when you have cancer or how can you not not forget about it but here's the thing I don't talk about forgetting like what I'm saying is bring that more into your awareness and and shift the meaning of it Um, because we, we live our lives based on how we give the meaning to things, to situations, to people, to events. It's not so much that we are pretty much here and and being prey or being bombarded with all the events happening and situations happening outside of us, right? We are part of it. We are the biggest player in this game of life. And so it's how we interpret those, those things, how we give the meaning to those situations and how we can choose, obviously, right, to decide how we live based on that. And so my biggest thing has been the love versus fear method because I feel like the more we love something, the more we understand it, the more we take care of it, the more we are compassionate about it, the more grateful we are. Really, guys love I know is is being a topic oh I think all throughout humanity right like it's been a really hot topic that love cures everything it heals everything and it is really true and I feel people don't really pay attention so much and how powerful it can be and always 100% always it really starts with yourself it really starts with you, how you talk to yourself, how you treat yourself, how do your words and, and your behaviors are matching in that same frequency. Because one thing that I hear, and it's very common in a lot of people, especially in the self-development world, is that people do all the things, right? Like they buy books, they, they go to retreats, they pray, they go and meditate, they, they take action in the what would be a self-care, self-love um, Have it routine practice, but how how is their mind how are their thoughts are they are they being conscious in the actions they are doing right are they really let's say they're meditating they are they are taking care of their body they're eating the good food and all of that but then mind wise are they really having good positive thoughts are, are they being also compassionate with other people are they you know avoiding or are they really taking the action towards that one thing that they fear the most you know that in our case what we're talking about today about health right i know a lot of people that have this fear of knowing what is wrong with their body or with their health, when they have pain, when something is wrong or uncomfortable, because they don't want to face what could be wrong. But again, I also feel and understand that the more we delay some sort of um, understanding or learning about ourselves, we are still circling around back and forth in that, in that little vicious cycle of being a victim. And so when I talk about love versus fear, it really is loving what scares you the most cancer in my case or any other people it is it is a war that really um, brings tension it brings uncertainty it brings fear because we know from from many many cases that we've seen you know maybe family friends how really cancer is has been shown from the beginning of time how it's devastating for the body for the health people die from it sometimes it's very very bad in bad situations um, but then at the same time, I would encourage you to, if you're interested, if you know somebody or if it is you going through this journey, also get into learning about... Success stories, good stories about people who've gone through cancer. You know, because the more we focus in what is wrong, that's all we see and feel. It's almost like what's going on right now with COVID, right? With the pandemic, we hear so much in the news about all the cases that are positive, all the death, how many countries, how many people, all the statistics about what is wrong with it. And yes, there is there is something very um, negative about it. We cannot. We cannot avoid seeing that. But can we also focus in all the other things that probably are not shown on TV? Like I know from people that they don't they don't show on TV or in the news all the cases who were positive and now they're healthy, right? They're recovered, including older people and young people, babies. I personally know quite a few people who are under five years old who were positive, they were sick, and now they're fine. I also know older people more than 70 years old who are positive and they are fine they're healthy now so putting ourselves also on that side of the spectrum infusing our mind with good positive results so that we can see we are not basically so that we we are not shifting the scale or the balance so much to one side right we gotta have that balance right in the middle so love uh so the love versus fear method really is understanding that there will be fear but then how can we understand that fear the uncertainty so that we understand how to live our lives in this case how to live my life with cancer right um again i've shared my story many many times but I also want to acknowledge, okay, because I don't want to say everything will be fine. Don't worry about it. No, I also want to acknowledge and make sure that also if you are going through this or any kind of disease, diagnosis, life-changing event, allow yourself to feel the feelings, to go through the first phase of grieving, feeling the feelings, getting getting very emotional, being upset, getting getting everything out of the way out of you out of your mind right if you need to cry if you need to yell scream get angry um go through all that because that's a way of letting things out okay and then also acknowledge the fact that you are going through this process and very likely it is you and only you going through it and why I say this (sighs) One of the things that I heard many times at the beginning of my own journey is people kept saying all the positive things like, Wendy, don't worry, you'll be fine, you'll be healthy and everything. And I knew that, but then at the same time, these people were saying all the good things that I wasn't hearing because that's not what I wanted to hear. All I wanted is to just have somebody hold my hand and not say much because I'm going to tell you something right now. It happened to me and I know it happens to many other people. Right after you hear the words, you have this you know, you are diagnosed with this, everything, you're, it's something where your your ears, your hearing turns off. So basically that is pretty much the last thing you hear for quite quite some time and nothing else is, is part of, like you're able to hear anymore. Um, I don't think it's really a diagnosis or it's a, a condition, but I don't know, like for me and other people that I know, it has happened that once we hear those words from the doctor, everything shuts off shuts down and we don't hear anything else after that so we feel lonely we feel like no one is in the same in our same shoes we don't we feel like those people say those nice things but they don't understand because either they are not going through it or they just don't know they're in fear right and so part of us subconsciously how can we trust someone who hasn't gone through the same thing Now, again, I'm not attacking, not saying anything bad about those nice, good people. I'm telling you what happens in the mind. Okay. And also I'm telling you because it's good to understand all of this so that we can have uh, a better understanding, better way of approaching. um, And obviously in this case, if this has happened to you so that you're in a better place, if you know someone who's going through the same. Okay. Now, Obviously, that was the biggest takeaway. And with all of this, because it is a compounded effect, (laughs) the love versus fear um, method and and loving. And one of the things that I, I talked about a lot is also which I know it sounds crazy is loving that one thing that upsets you the most or loving the thing that you fear the most. And in my case would be cancer. So I have conversations with it sometimes, sometimes not, I mean, not always right, but loving the cancer and asking questions, building a relationship, because if in my life it was, um, it came into my life, into this body, um, I make it a commitment that I'm the one guiding it, right? I'm the one setting the rules down and I'm the one uh, with very with kindness, love and compassion. I'm the one establishing how things are going to go. And honestly guys, I don't know if 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 this completely will change uh, my health and say maybe removing cancer from my body. Hopefully, yes, right? Like that's something that I I keep repeating in my mind, but then you know what? It is a much better way of living rather than being in fear all day long, every single day. So it really brings the power back to you rather than the fear, rather than the cancer, rather than the disease. So again, because this is a compounded effect, the, the next biggest thing with this this love and fear thing, going back and forth, back and forth, and really understanding and learning because everything about a disease and diagnosis is about learning, learning what it is about you, your body, your emotions, what is going on so that you can make the best decision that is that is available to you. Now, the next thing would be really understanding that that diagnosis or that disease might be very well a result okay, this is for me, of a trapped emotion. Now, this is coming because I've been learning so much about health, about body awareness, about myself, about trauma, past trauma, about the mind, because I truly believe that how we lead our lives with the way we think, with the way we, again, just like I told you a little, a little while ago, how we make the meaning of situations, that really will define how how we go about our lives, right? So if we haven't healed something from the past, if we haven't healed something that has been traumatic, even from many, many years ago, if we haven't uh, done something to alleviate some sort of pain from the past, that pain that's that trauma that emotional block is going to remain in your body not only in your mind but i truly believe in your body as well now this obviously this is energetically physically as well because if you also follow me you know I'm all about energy healing and one of the things that I've been learning is that a lot of these past trauma past events that happened all the meanings that we gave to them even if we were not aware of them right because somebody will ask me well Wendy how do I know what it is that I need to heal how do I know what is there to heal right like I like a lot of us are not conscious oh yeah like I was I don't know, like I was molested when I was seven years old and that created this belief of, you know, I'm not worthy. Mm, Most likely we don't walk around thinking that way, right? But again, guys, bringing this awareness into our consciousness, right? Like thinking... Asking the questions that we need to ask to ourselves, being honest about what is bothering us, how is something, let's say, right, like there's something that you really want to change right now, you want to achieve, like let's say you want to be more confident so that you can ask for a raise or you can go and um, and and stand up to to what is good for, to you, right, like you want to be treated well, I mean, it, it, it can be anything. So you want to be more confident. So we can go back in when in your life were you not confident? When was the time when it first started to happen when you were not confident enough? Where you were so into yourself? You didn't want to speak up. You were afraid of being in public and so on. And then exploring backwards in how these beliefs were created back then. And, uh, and what happened that it wasn't, you know, that it wasn't healed. Um, And understanding that maybe this diagnosis, maybe this disease, it is a result of something emotionally that that is an emotional trauma trapped in the body that is quote-unquote, stuck there, right? Because you can really feel like that on your back, on your muscles, on your neck, on your abdomen, your ovaries, and so, well, your reproductive area. And there have been actually many, many cases, and I'm actually reading a book, it's it's The Emotion Code, talking about it, like how people store different emotions in different parts of their body as well. So that's what has been for me in understanding that when I go back and uh, let's say, again, picking up a present situation, right, like not being able to take action, procrastinate a lot, um, not taking care of myself, These are just examples, right? But at the end, seeing what I or anyone wants to change in the moment and going back and see where was that emotion associated to my life? Because again, even if it is a physical condition, what we're having right now, it really, it's coming from an emotional state of being. And I don't know if you know about Louise Hay, this lady who, she already passed, but she was very big uh, about... Um, about self-awareness, self-love and, um, and emotions and feelings and also how they are affecting our lives. And one of the things that she talked about is that for those people who are diagnosed or have cancer, one of the biggest factors for cancer uh, developing in the body, it is resentment. And that clicked in my mind. And ever since then, that's why I mentioned it because it's, it's something that I believe I've been holding on for so long throughout all my life. A lot of resentment, a lot of anger as well, which I didn't even know I had it in me. Because if you know me, you know that I'm very nice, sweet lady. Like I'm, I'm very caring, a very, um, I'm very giving as well. I make sure that people are taken care of. But deep inside, there was that feeling of anger, which I would have not known if it wasn't for my coach at the time who brought that up to me. So. If we are holding on to anger, resentment, even grief, like losing someone or losing something about us, we're, that in a sense also is affecting our energy field. It's not allowing our energy, our chi to move and flow through, throughout our body. And so it's like, if you think of your body and every part of your body, like it's it's a bunch of, you know, little highways, right? Like it's a little just imagine like a bunch of little highways like routes going throughout different places in your body and so if in one area there is a kink there is a blockage You know, like the energy is not going to flow through the little cars or trucks are not going to be able to go through and move. And so what happens? There's a blockage, right? There'll be traffic there. And so we start, we need to start moving the energy. And so you will ask me, well, Wendy, how do I start moving the energy? Well, one of my favorite things is to start moving the body, right? For me, it is through dancing or exercising, even going out for a walk, because the more we move, the more we stretch, even stretching early in the morning, guys, That is you declaring that this is your body, right? You're really feeling your body. The way I see it is not just moving the energy, but also you feel you belong in this body. It's also making a stand, having yourself being present and declaring that you belong here. I don't know for me this is something most powerful that I can do for myself because I'm really owning this body that is here that it was created to to make things happen to create life another way for me to do is also meditating also even if it is just a few minutes closing my eyes and visualizing how I want to feel most especially if I'm in pain if I'm tired if I'm fatigued if I'm not feeling my best but I get into that vibe in visualizing how I desire to feel and really bring that into my present moment like really owning that feeling that sensation pretending almost as if it is really happening okay then the other thing that is one of my favorites as well is really work with the mind like the the subconscious mind because the subconscious mind really has all the things that are pretty much driving our lives but we are not 100% aware of them so for me it would be well, you also probably have seen me or heard me talking about hypnosis. So I do a lot of self-hypnosis and going back in time to that moment in life where something shifted for me, something uh, programmed a belief in my mind and so that I can go back and, and transform it, reframe it and shift it, right? But again, th- this is something that probably you you will need training to be able to do or have to work with someone and I can help you with that as well because I'll be having some guided, this is almost like a meditation that I will have so that you you guys can feel supported when you dive deeper into this as well. Then other forms of moving the energy or moving the emotional trauma is really again love a lot of love to yourself if something happened to you in the past if there's some sort of trauma that has happened uh, yes feel through it even if it was in the past but understand that what happened in the past is never ever going to come back again okay that thing that you felt back then that um, experience that you had back then, it's not going to repeat, you're not 10 years old anymore, you're not seven years old anymore, you're not 21 years old anymore. And so really, it is making a conscious decisions that you choose how you want to feel. And if you ever remember those events that happened in the past, any kind of trauma that has happened, It is just as if you're watching a movie, just remembering them and not being attached to them as well. But of course, I understand that this might require a little bit more more dedication, consistency and work. It is not as easily as it sounds. You, uh, You kind of have to work with somebody on this. But I want you to know that above and beyond anything, there's always something good on the other side of fear. There is always uh, something better on the other side of trauma and you're not, and I repeat, you're not that same person who you were many, many years ago when that trauma was present and and your life and it created a belief for you to that you thought that you had to hold on to for so many years. Okay. Because at the end of the day, really think about it. If you're having some sort of discomfort right now with your body, health related, and you're maybe having a diagnosis about something, imagine that this the, for that to manifest in your body in a physical form, it had to started a long time ago okay especially cancer again i talk about cancer because that is my experience cancer doesn't happen overnight it doesn't happen it's not an acute thing it is a chronic situation it's not like oh you got bit by something and then the next day you're sick from it right cancer some other chronic situations or diseases some conditions they've been happening already in the body for many many years all underneath right? the uh, Underneath the surface, underneath of what we thought life was okay. But I feel like a lot of us have learned so much about numbing. We've learned so much about avoidance, about avoiding the pain, numbing from it, pretending things are okay, even uh, being super extra positive all the time to the point that we avoid seeing the negatives and being aware of them and and uh, because in the acknowledgement what happens is you are aware of them and then you choose to create something different from it right and so I also know people talk a lot about positivity positive affirmations and as a way of escaping from what is to come or what is negative about about what happened to them and that's not what I mean what I mean is really being positive with awareness that what has happened has a lesson for you it has a a purpose and some sort of intention for us to to rescue to take away from so that we can be better going forward right so again a lot of these things um it already has happened. Okay, so even if you feel super healthy right now, just take a little some time, a little review of what your life was like. And and just with a lot of care and compassion, go through some beliefs that you grew up with, you know, how you see life or relationships around you. What it is that you believe about yourself, you know, do you feel worthy of all the things or are you just waiting for something to happen to you or are you still being quiet and shy to ask for what you want? Do you think that other people deserve things before you? Or do you feel that you're taking away from other people? These are very common things that are happening right now. And many people, when I work with them and we go back to their beliefs, some of these things are, are what is coming up. I'll give you an example. I was recently working with someone who also was, was um, diagnosed with cancer. In fact, she um, she already is going through some treatments. And, um, and it's so interesting because I know a lot of people because I go, um, I was part of this cancer community near where I live. And, uh, even though now we meet virtually on Zoom, but still, I'm in touch with them. And a lot of them, uh, when I talk to them, a lot of them describe almost the same thing as with this one client that I had. Um, talking about how her relationship with her parents were not the best as she was growing up. There was a lot of um, resentment, a lot of fear, a lot of mistreatment from the parents. And uh, and it is so sad to see that so many of us are so wounded from, from that time, from when we were so young. And how how our parents um this is obviously general it's not doesn't happen to everybody but in but in general most times parents sometimes don't know how much impact they can have in their kids lives just by one word they say or just by one way to treat them right like one of the one of my clients who i had she thought her dad um Oh, she thought her dad was abandoning her because he didn't show up to her class. She had like a class um, play or something like that for school. Like she had to do uh, some sort of a play. Um, And it was a Catholic school. So Catholic is very important to her and her family. And I think she was representing Virgin Mary. I can't remember really well. This was a while ago. And her dad didn't show up for it. And um, and as being a very strong Catholic family, that's a very big deal, and a lot more for her being her dad, and she was the youngest. So because he didn't show up to her recital, she he didn't show up to her biggest event, right? And in her mind, she thought that he just didn't care, and he was holding that feeling, that resentment, that quote unquote, right, problem and anger against him that translated towards other men in her life thinking that they don't that she doesn't deserve them that they don't care about her her feelings what she does whatever she does is not important and so she never really wanted to do more than what she was required right and so I'm telling you all of this because I want you to know that we all go through these types of of trauma changes emotional discomfort emotional trauma All of us, I don't think there's any one person who doesn't go through challenges like this. But I also wanna tell you that um, it is really our choice in what we do now based on what we have right now. Nothing about the past, it is all about right now. All you do with the past is just go back, review it, analyze it, learn from it, understand it. It's like you're going back to school again but now you're better, you're wiser, you're stronger, you're more powerful, you have the tools and resources so that you can completely change your life going forward. You can completely say, no, I'm not going to be a victim. No, I'm not going to go through this pain ever again or no, I'm not going through live my life with this um, this feeling of, of not being treated how I deserve to be treated or having to be a victim to trauma to pass you know, trauma from, from various different things or having to be in fear, having to be afraid of people. And so really it is our turn to, to change and shift things around. And the other thing that I want to tell you is, um, when those emotions are trapped again, where they're trapped for a very, very long time in our body, eventually they'll come up, they'll come up to the surface, they'll show up as something, um, most times is as some sort of diagnosis, as some sort of disease. And they, again, they are brewing for a very, very long time. So if, if something's coming up right now, have a, have a moment of review about something that, it, that you need to let go. Because the other thing too about this is that when a diagnosis or a disease comes up and it is uh, based on, on a trapped emotion, I feel like it is an opportunity for us to review what needs to let go because the disease is showing symptoms, right? Whether it's pain, whether it is a tumor, whether it is, it is something that is showing up in your body, something that wants to come out. It's like that disease or that cancer is like, hello, I'm here now, pay attention to me. And the way we pay attention to is by having treatments, right? Like wanting to get rid of it. But if you really think about it, all we want to do is get rid of it. We don't want to see it. We don't want to feel it. We don't want to experience it, right? We want to get rid of the tumor. We want to cut it out. But we are taking care of it at the physical form. We're not taking care of it at the emotional um, aspect of it emotionally what is happening and when it comes to emotions we cannot get rid of it we cannot cut it out we cannot you know like snip it no when it comes to emotions when they come out whether it is uh, like emotionally feeling something or in a physical form right as I was telling you earlier they need to be acknowledged and they need to be taken care of in a way that is, is releasing that emotional um, trauma. Because if they're coming out to take your attention, to grab your attention, they need to be released. They need to let out. It's not just so that you know they're just out and hanging around and, and make you uncomfortable. I truly believe that our body will experience certain symptoms not to make us uncomfortable. Our body doesn't do that. Your body really works for you. Your body does the very best it can to make you happy, to be, to be uh, healthy, to enjoy life. So when something comes up, it is a sign. It is a way for it to say, "Hey, you know what? Something is not right. Something needs attention. There's something that you gotta pay attention to and and look into it a little deeper. Something is is not balanced. Um, your body is calling, is crying out for attention. And most of the time, when it comes to a diagnosis, a disease, it is an emotional. Attention that it needs, right? It is something emotionally that it needs to be supported. So, hopefully, this was helpful for you guys. Um, Hopefully, this is something that is not just ending here, and we are more aware of it, and we start talking more about, we start speaking up about it, and really opening opening that conversation and that awareness and having discussions with people and also allowing us to really feel free to speak up, feel free to feel free and empowered to say what we want to say, share what we got to share because we cannot be quiet anymore. We cannot be suppressing our emotions any longer. It is really our birthright to express ourselves. From the very first time when you were born, the very first thing you did, regardless of how you were born, you cried you cried loud you declare your presence here you said here i am right by by that very first cry that you had right after your very first breath so again we cannot be quiet we cannot keep suppressing avoiding putting it to the to the side thinking that it's not there it is really our chance for us to to take ownership and do something about it and start healing so Again, I hope this was very helpful. Take a screenshot of this if it was and share it on Instagram and tag me at Wendy for Wellness. Also share this podcast with those people who really need to hear this. If you keep it to yourself, if you gotten this far and you kept it to yourself, well, first of all, I really appreciate you for sticking around and listening to my stories, but also If you keep it to yourself, you're doing a disservice to other people who need to hear this because we always think that we know everything, that we are okay knowing what we know or that we want to hoard on things for us only. But often we forget that there is somebody out there, that one person who is a few steps behind, who doesn't know what to do, doesn't know, has not heard about healing, doesn't know anything about emotional trauma, doesn't even have an idea of how to take care of themselves, right? And they're in fear. They're in that same fear in, in, in how I was nine years ago. They're in that same fear in how probably some of you have been um, if something has come to your life. Um, and that's why maybe this podcast is resonating with you. So you can do them a favor. It's not so much doing me a favor or you, but it's doing them a favor and bringing this awareness to them because this is something that needs to be spoken more about. Not being fear of cancer, not being fear of the, of a disease, not being fear of uncertainty, because those things will happen. Uncertainty is always happening for us. We never know what's tomorrow, right? We never know what's going to happen in in the next hour, even with all the plans that we make, uh, we write down in our planner, right? But in reality, we don't know. Something can there could be a huge earthquake and we're gone. But because nothing is known, nothing is certain, Certain, we don't have control of anything, all we can do is what we can do right now and if right now you can share this with somebody you're doing them a huge favor and I really appreciate you for that as well. Again, if you want to participate in this giveaway for the whole month, go to my Instagram. I'll be talking more about it, but basically you send me a DM with that one thing that you want to feel you're craving, desiring, how you want to experience life, love, compassion, or the one thing that you are afraid of and you want to change obviously through dm this is private so only i get to see it so you feel free to share whatever it is you want to share you'll be entered to the giveaway and the person who wins for that week is going to be getting one session with me energy and mind clearing session and i'll be giving you the specific steps that you will take so that you start shifting your perspective about life your mindset and i'll be guiding you along the way also i'll be having more services available in the next few weeks Um, coaching services with me one-on-one or group session which is all about healing the mind healing the body getting better having more freedom in our lives and really feel more in love with ourselves (laughs) okay okay you guys so i love you have a wonderful day and i'll see you guys next week